This week on Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I don't like men that aren't gentle with me. Ooh, hello. If you are not able to code switch and get into your feminine or get into that gentle space, then I know that at the end of the day, the things that I want you to feel, you won't feel not because of me, but because you're blocked. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have to work super hard. Ain't nobody trying to suck dick for an hour to work past them wall blockages, Nick. Let's Ooh. do this yoga. Right. <laughs> And let some of these guards now. Let's like, do I'm, this not, I'm not sucking through these guards. Like, I'm not doing that. Let's, let's do the breath work. Hey, Sugar. You're listening to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. I'm your host, Samaya Burton. I've been a hands-on sexual educator for over five years through my company, Sexual Essentials. So I can tell you that being an adult absolutely has its perks. But now let's talk about just how hard adulting really is. Whether you're healing trauma, building healthy relationships, or figuring out how to create your own happiness, the truth is you may feel like you don't know what you're doing, but you're here now, and that's enough. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to Not Just Another Sex Podcast. My name is Samaya, and I'm super excited to have you guys back for another episode. Um, we are about to start the show off with a review because I'm really grateful when you guys leave reviews, you rate the show, you leave the comments under the YouTube videos, you share, you repost, all that support really helps us to reach more people. Um, this is a free show. So supporting by just telling someone else or leaving a review goes longer than you goes like way farther than you even can think. So um, this review is from Leo love 22. She says, well, I just assumed he, they, they, they said new favorite podcast. I love it here. So glad you joined the podcast community. I've been watching your episodes to get caught up. Keep them coming. Um, oh, that's one of my favorite things that when you find a new good show and then you can go back and watch all of them and just sit there. Um, so I love that for you. Um, well, today we are getting right into it. I have a guest with us today. I'm super excited. Um, this topic is definitely going to be a play on some things that we've been talking about before. But before we get into that, I want to welcome Iman to the show. Uh -huh. Say hey, girl. Hey, hey, y'all. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing real good. Okay. So um, introduce yourself to the folks. Tell them who you are um, and what you do. And then we'll get into it. Okay. So my name is Iman. I am a certified yoga instructor. I've been practicing for about nine years, teaching for about six. And as of recently, within the past three years, I have specifically been working with couples in regards to sensuality and intimacy, utilizing yoga and other tools. Okay. <laughs> so y'all already hear why she here. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> she has like such a nice soft spoken voice, but her work is like powerful. Okay. So I'm really excited. Um, I've been following Iman since what's so crazy is we kept getting since last year, <laughs> girl. Like last year, like back and forth, like, Oh, y'all need to work together. Oh, y'all need to do this. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I've never met this woman. Right, like, right. Um, so by the time we talked, it was just like, yeah, so-and-so, you know, whatever. So mm -hmm. I'm just really glad um, to kind of just bring this full circle yes. and um, really dive into more about what you do. I mm -hmm. think that it, I think that um, the sensuality coaching and real life hands-on moves that you offer couples is, right. Great. I think we talk about a lot of things, but mm -hmm. really being able to hands on learn or work with the exactly. issues and mm -hmm. have something to like steps to change things, I think is really important. It's so important. Yes. Um, so we're going to get into that. But first, let's start off with the adult tip of the day. And because you're here, you know, we had to custom make this entire episode just for you. Okay. So the adult <laughs> tip of the day is massage her hips while you're eating her out. It relaxes her pelvis and encourages a crazy orgasm. So, Baby. <laughs> let's get into it. Uh, I mean, if that's not adult, then I don't know what it is. Um, if you guys don't know, the adult tip of the day is something that we tell you to help make adulting just a little bit easier, whether that's a my therapist says tip mm -hmm. or like, hey, here's a little quick trick around the house for cleaning up right. and maybe just even a tip for your sex life because that is some real adult shit. Mm -hmm. So um, especially with you being a yoga instructor yes. and just knowing how important it is to relax before mm. you have sex. Talk about it. You know, like <clears throat> I, I, I don't think people realize that some of the moves that we do before sex or right. after sex can be done during. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, massaging somebody yeah. like, you know how like your... They be buried in your face. Oh my god! They, I mean, their face be buried and in between it, your legs, and then they pull you closer. But their hands it's just like, like consume me. Yeah. You know, like I like to be consumed. It's like a watermelon. Yes. Mm, exactly. How you eat watermelon? Messy. Up. 
Okay. <laughs> well, you when the rind all close to your face and you like holding the sides like this, like that's mm. how I need to be eating. Like, eating like, like, a, little, yes. like a little boat. Grab them hips. But yes, Baby. yes. So um, don't forget to rub something while you eat something, okay? Um, and that's not just a tip for the fellas when you're eating lady parts, but ladies too, make sure that you're, you know, rubbing his hips or rubbing the back mm-hmm. of his legs and like making sure that you're using both of your hands while you're sucking dick. Like if you're not right. using it for the Gawk Gawk 3000, use it to rub <laughs> on his body. Like, you know, people need to feel more relaxed and you have no idea what that's going to... What that, yeah, gets you more present in your body. Absolutely. I know you've probably heard me talk about the live sex art show, the art exhibit with three X's that Sexual Essentials puts on every year. Whether you've heard me talk about it on Horrible Decisions podcast or Eight at the Table, or even on my own show interviewing the performers from the years before. Either way, I have read the DMs, I've checked the emails, and the answer is yes, the art exhibit is returning this year to Atlanta, Georgia. This year is going to be something completely different. It is going to be a three-day experience. So we will have ticket options available for just the art exhibit and also ticket options available if you want to be included in the entire weekend. On August 2nd, Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, make sure you join me on Sexual Essentials Instagram, where I'll also be giving all of the information around the theme, lights, camera, action, and what that entails and everything that we're going to be doing. Why is this important? There are only 150 tickets available. This is a very intimate and private event. Now, if you want to be a vendor or waitress or participate in some type of way, make sure that you join these meetings as well because I'll be going over that. We're looking for vendors, sponsors, and so much more. It's going to be an amazing event. I'm super excited. So I'll see you next week. Don't forget to let your friends know that the art exhibit is finally back. Um, so next we have our Twitter talk. Okay. The Twitter talk is, so, you know, black Twitter is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Off the chain. Off the I chain. Um, but black Twitter is almost where every trend, everything that's. A viral either starts off Dolph. or ends up mm-hmm. or gets discussed and you see just so many wide ranges of um, contributions to the conversation so we call this segment Twitter Talk mm-hmm. and there was a video um, which we showed you before right. um, the episode yeah. and there was a woman talking about how she was just dying from touch starvation mm-hmm. and I didn't even watching the video was really um it was difficult because I resonated with some of that. Yeah, it was emotional. It, it made was, me emotional. Yeah. <clears throat> are you are you single? Are you yes. by yourself? Okay. I am single right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm single as well. Mm-hmm. So what I really resonated with her was I've felt that way. I've just never expressed it publicly. Exactly. To anybody. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are like, well, where's her family? Where's, you know, she don't have no kids the or nobody support. that can touch her. But it's like, sometimes you want someone that has desire for you to touch you. Ooh. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or like just the opposite sex. Like Mm -hmm. I think people try to make it seem like, well, why you need them to touch you? Or why you need a man? Or why you need a whatever? Sometimes you want to be touched out of affection, not out of a... Sexual... Yeah, it it doesn't have to be sexual, but at Mm -hmm. the same time, I don't need it to be platonic or family or like, oh, here, sis, I can give you a hug, but are you going to eat my pussy afterwards? (laughs) Like, I would like someone to hug me that, you know what I'm saying, that that That. looks at me a little lusty, you Mm -hmm. know, like just being able to get that type of um, affection. Have you ever... I don't know, like felt like that just been frustrated. Um, definitely whenever I have like periods of celibacy, which I'm in mm-hmm. right now, and it's actually going pretty well this time around. But whenever <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, no. So but whenever like usually you go through those periods of just taking time to yourself, mm-hmm. naturally you're gonna crave affection. You're gonna crave someone being around. I think it's just a natural human thing. And to go without it can affect us mentally. Like there, I think there are studies don't, done on it, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. People need people. We, we need people. And especially in this like idea of culture, like, oh, just me, myself and I, you know, I, I'm i all I need. You know, I can. And, and even in the culture of self-love, sometimes mm-hmm. we think I'm good by myself. I just need myself. But no, we need someone there to touch us, to affirm us, to do all of these things, to pour into us because we can't get through life alone in general. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So Yeah, two things can be true. You can right. definitely still have self-love and get that validation from yourself and exactly. not be dependent on someone. But at the same time, there are some things you can't give yourself. Right. But I do know with um, yoga, there are uh, moves where just even studying sensuality and moving and touching that mm-hmm. people have learned to just even touch themselves. Yes. Um, and not like masturbating, you guys, right. not just in that sense, but when you need to be coddled or you need mm-hmm. to be, um, 
I guess, touched, yes. you know, like you can literally rub your own mm-hmm. arms yep. and, you know, and just rubbing <laughs> along your own body and things like that, mm-hmm. um, which kind of brings me to the first point of this conversation that I want to have with you, okay. which is about desensitization. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if I'm saying it right. Y'all Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> um, desensitization. Um, and a lot of times we hear this topic brought up with vibrators, right. masturbation, mm-hmm. overusing, overstimulating, mm-hmm. right? But what I really love about your sensual yoga couples class is that it focuses on um, when you're desensitized from touch Mm -hmm. altogether. Yes. Right. So tell me more about the the sensual yoga class that you do for the couples. So I do have two classes. I have I Be Divine Couples Yoga and Owning the Sensual Self. And each class has a different area of focus. The couples yoga is more heart centered and it is essential as well. But the Owning the Sensual Self is more like based around sexual energy and how to tap into that outside of the bedroom. And that's really the intention with both of the classes is to allow couples a space to safely explore each other outside of sex. You know what I'm saying? Like sex is great and it's great to have skills and know your partner's body, but it's also good to just explore those other realms. And that's really what intimacy is about. And that's the intention of the classes. So we explore, you know, communication, physical touch, And based on like the reviews and the feedback that I've gotten from people, they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know I need this. Oh, my God, I didn't know I needed to be touched in this way. I didn't know that I felt, you know, deprived in that way. And I don't think that people do it intentionally. We just go through life and we're so damn busy. Sometimes we forget to just take that time to really just be present with our partner. And that's really what the class offers, that uninterrupted time with your person to explore them um, within those other realms of intimacy beyond sex and beyond the bedroom. So that's such a high class way of telling me what the class is. (laughs) But like for the person that also needs the visual, what does that look like? Like, cause that's, first of all, that sounds amazing. And I love the fact that it takes my imagination to so many different ways. Right, right. But like if someone is coming to the class what are they expecting? What are they um, being asked to wear? Mm-hmm. Um, are they taking turns? How long is the class? Like, what are they? That's that's a really good question. So the class is about an hour and a half. Okay. Um, I don't require them to wear anything specific. So they don't have to wear, like, lingerie or anything like that. Um, they just need to dress comfortable and whatever feels good to them. Okay. So I allow them that freedom to do that. And then we go through a series of exercises. So And they do take turns. So I have a... I just I prescribe them like whoever is partner A, whoever is partner B. Okay. Um, and throughout the class, they take turns doing doing the exercises, whether it's touch, whether it's affirming, or um, you know, the yoga poses. Um, so that's pretty much affirming. Yes. Okay. What would that and, look like in a class? Um. So during one mm-hmm. of the exercises, I'll have them like sit. One partner is sitting behind, and the other one is sitting in front of them. Okay. And you'll probably see it in some of the clips. And I have them speaking, you know, life affirming affirmations Mm. into their partner's ear. And one of the things that I have heard from couples is like, wow, I've never heard them say that. Or I haven't heard that in such a long time. And that's usually, especially I notice with men, like their their favorite exercise. Like I didn't realize how much I needed that. Mm. Um, So So you go through so many different things for them to figure out what is missing. Exactly. So with, um, I love affirmations for me, me that is, that is definitely one of my love languages. I know that as I get older and especially as, um, a woman who does do a lot of things on her own, of Mm -hmm. course, like, um, someone doing something for me Mm -hmm. is amazing, but words of affirmation is definitely a thing. Like when it comes to like the intellect and talking and just work, like how I feel about communicating period, Mm -hmm. it just made it even easier for words of affirmation Mm -hmm. to be my, um, love language. Mm -hmm. Um, But I do a a sex affirmation playlist where I do an exercise um, and it's it's like on Patreon. It's a full list. And so people can either masturbate to it um, or they can create their own. And so I always encourage um, people to with your partner, Mm -hmm. like in an actual bedroom setting Mm -hmm. um, to like if they're giving oral or something like that, they can pre-record a voice memo and mm-hmm. play it in their partner's ear. And like now Ooh, your partner is going down. And so like they're listening to it while they're giving their partner oral and yes. just in their ear, they're talking about, you know, how much do they appreciate them and, you know, whatever it is that you need to say. Yes. Right. So you can record it in a private setting and then mm-hmm. let them listen to it while you're like pleasing them and pleasuring them. But what I really love about this is that, that's before the sex part. Exactly. So we're talking about your class is talking about the foreplay. 
Exactly. It's pretty much fancy the foreplay. Play. I That's never pretty fancy much what it is. Play. Listen, it's fancy foreplay. I'm okay with some <laughs> fancy foreplay. So whenever I bring up foreplay, just in my line of work, mm-hmm. I always go back to um, 85 South. When I did um, the interview with them with, mm-hmm. with Carlos, yeah. I said, you know, foreplay, accurate foreplay takes 18 to 40 minutes. And the internet went crazy. They was like, well, what's wrong with your coochie? Why does it take 18? Now, come on now. <laughs> Why does it take 18 to 40 minutes? And um, there's so much confusion because I'm not saying that it takes 18 to 40 minutes to have an orgasm necessarily but if you want to have a full version of an orgasm or you want to get the most out of it or you want to feel a level of pleasure that you have not felt before and really get the most out of it Mm -hmm. it needs to be 18 to 40 minutes and a lot of men can can say like okay every nut is not a great nut Mm -hmm. just because you got one off don't mean that shit was slapping like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and so they they're probably like okay you kind of right so the longer that you do the foreplay the stronger that that orgasm can be listen but I found most people don't want to admit Mm -hmm. that they don't know what to do for 18 to 40 minutes (laughs) You know, because they're not trying to eat pussy for 18 to 40 minutes. They ain't trying to do that. And then she damn sure ain't sucking dick for 18 to 40. The same song's still on when she started and when she stopped, right? Right. So we done brought somebody on to talk about some different things that, you know, (laughs) that you could be doing. So I really love the fact that your sensual yoga class Mm -hmm. provides that because one, they do it and then they can take that home. Listen, can I share this? Absolutely. So I just recently, I was given a review by this guy. And he said him and his girlfriend took my class in 2021. He said it was the most pleasurable sex they ever had afterwards. So they had sex after my class. And he said it was the best that they had ever had. And mind you, in the class, of course, there's nothing like we're not. They, of course, didn't have sex during class, <laughs> which I'm a, I am I remember y'all. Because when I first started this class, when I, the video went viral, people was like, oh, they haven't. Oh, this yoga sex. <laughs> Oh, they fucking in class. Like, oh, this is an orgy. Like, just to clarify. Listen, just to clarify, there's none of that going on. So, but that shows how deprived people are right. of intimacy because they automatically think, oh, if you're doing this, oh, you, you, you fucking, or it's, it's, right. it's, it's straight to that. But what I love about my class is that they have that space to explore those other layers and the sexual experience itself can be so much more orgasmic, so much more sensational because there's not so much pressure to perform. Like it kind of, and there's nothing wrong with performing. Let me say, first of all, but it takes away that pressure to be in your head so much. It allows you to be present in your body and to have a whole nother realm that you can bring into the bedroom and not be like, Okay, I gotta get this orgasm. Gotta focus. It's, it takes my dick need to be hard. Exactly, and my like be wet I need to, need to. The yeah. ass need to be tooted like this. You know, <laughs> like it takes away like all of that, all of the pressure we bring into the yeah. bedroom. Like you were saying, like um, just the way we show up in our bodies, it it, it shows in the bedroom. Absolutely. So that allows them to just kind of take off the take off the armor essentially and just make sex more enjoyable. You know. I think a lot of people don't um, invest in their sexuality Mm -hmm. um, or their sensuality. And they I I get a lot of questions and I see a lot of comments, um, not from the people that support, because the people that, you know, the people that see what you do, they're like, okay, I'm I'm in that they're bought in. They know that it works, whatever. But there are a lot of skeptic people and Mm, they're like, well, why do I have to pay this for to go and do a yoga class or why do I have to pay that? And it's like, you guys, you don't know what to do. Y'all have been having this type of sex all your life and you wonder why it's not staying fiery and things like that. It's not your expertise. Whatever your job is, is what you study all day. And you have to get more comfortable with paying other experts in their field Mm -hmm. because you only going to do what you know how to do. And a lot of people have been fucking the same way that they've been fucking since they first started fucking. Like that, the same way they started having sex is the same way that they're still having sex. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when is the last time you took a class? When is the last time that you learned something different or just listen to somebody else? I love going to classes and things like this mm-hmm. because I don't have to do the work. And yes. I work in this field. Mm, I don't always want to think or even do it the way that I would do, do it. it. Mm-hmm. Even if I can do it, mm-hmm. it's going to be different if I do it someone else's way. And I just think a lot of people need to be more proactive about Investing, investing in yeah in their yeah. sexuality and understanding that after you take the class if you pay attention you can do the class at home exactly you know what i'm saying Is so that, it's almost like paying goal. for two things you get the class there and then mm-hmm. it's like okay let's do this Practice. once a week together mm-hmm. or you know what i mean mm-hmm. and I, I i just don't think that enough 
couples have the tools. Right. And you're putting a lot of pressure on yourself to just really have an amazing relationship without any help without, or, yes. you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it without no help. I need the village. Listen. Run me the village. Um, so with the 18 to 40 minutes um, that we're talking about with foreplay, just going back, this class is a great example of things that you can do for 18 to 40 minutes. Foreplay is not just oral sex, you guys. Right. But for most people, the That's only foreplay is. they know is like sucking a titty right, for about say, 20 nipple. seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the other one gets about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. Right. They, they ain't even equal. <laughs> the motherfuckers growing at different at different rates, <laughs> you know. And then they, you know, do a little lick right here. Exactly. And then the they just eating pussy, which right. we love. But we love it. But we love it. We need a little bit more. Kiss on the thighs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Rub the hips. Like, I need somebody to coax the nut out of me. Mm-hmm. You know? But Ooh. that's a different topic for another day. <laughs> so, we get into that. When, we, <laughs> when desensitization comes up um, in sex, like I said, a lot of people are referring to um, putting a vibrator on level 10 <laughs> or, um, oh, you've been doing that more than a man. And, mm-hmm. oh, you don't even like the touch of your fingers. And I just, I want to. Talk about a couple of things. Okay. A lot of people are desensitized and it has nothing to do with that damn vibrator. Hello. You were desensitized when you went to the OBGYN and you didn't think of them touching you as pleasure. Mm-hmm. It also didn't bother you. You felt nothing because you know how to make sure that you feel nothing in certain scenarios. Yes. You know how to cut your Surprise. feelings off, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about even when you at the club and you know the men be walking by like, oh, my bad, my mm-hmm. bad girl. And they be rubbing their dick all against your ass. You mm-hmm. did not have to touch me. I know because you didn't touch your, your dick on that man's ass right. when you walk past you him. Doing all that. Yeah, but when you're in the club, you know that that's going to happen. So you've already put that shell on yes. to not let it bother you, right? Mm-hmm. Or even just... As a woman, when you're walking by and men are catcalling or, you know what I mean? Or when someone touches you and you didn't really want them to touch you or when yes. someone touches your hair, we're all desensitized in so many different ways mm-hmm. already. We know how to block all out the the touch that we don't want, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. And I think that we put a lot of pressure, not only on our sex lives, ourselves and our partner, but just on the whole thing by thinking that because I love you, the wall comes down. Mm. Ooh. Because I love you, I, I just feel that way. Like, mm. or maybe we watching too many movies that look like, oh, they just kissed me and I was just ready. Mm. Like, it don't work like that. It doesn't. <clears throat> it doesn't. And I, I, I really believe in not skipping the steps of mm. sex. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much you want it, that doesn't mean your body is going to keep Re- up or feel the same mm-hmm. or be able to maintain it. Exactly. Like a lot of men will have sex as soon as they did get hard, but then it won't stay hard. Mm. That blood wasn't circulating on the on the train. You know right. what I'm saying? It, was, it wasn't going and going and going. No, it went around once. You was like, oh, my dick hard. Let me mm. use it. Mm. And then you like, oh, my dick don't stay hard that long. If you had 18 to 40 minutes of foreplay, it would be rock fucking rock. hard because Ooh. you're not giving a release. You're mm-hmm. just having mm-hmm. foreplay. And now you're able to sustain the level of sex that you want for Listen. longer. Listen. You know? I could go in on this because the first time <laughs> I experienced orgasmic energy outside of sex, outside of somebody, you know, fucking me was in a yoga class. And mm. that's really what awakened me to utilizing yoga to tap more into my sensuality and my sexuality. I'm sitting there chilling, you yeah. know, and vinyasa like relaxing and I'm starting to feel this orgasmic energy. And I'm like, it's oh, a great shit. class. I gotta, I gotta come back. I'm like, what's going on right here? You know, because yeah. I never experienced that. And that's when I realized, oh, shit, there's more to this that we have not been taught. Absolutely. There's so much more to sexual energy, to our sexuality, sensuality, the body that we just are not taught in school. Like our sex education is pretty or trash. At home. Yeah, even at home, too. Absolutely. Yeah, all these levels. We're just not, the banana and the condom. Listen, <laughs> don't get pregnant. You know, all this like fear based yes. guilt, shame you know teachings that is that people are getting for real so experiencing that and becoming more present in my body even with I used to have anxiety really bad Mm. and yoga helped me get more into my body become more present in my body um, because I was desensitized I was not connected to myself and that's really what was a part of triggering the anxiety so getting into yoga and utilizing yoga to tap more back into myself and explore those other layers explore myself beyond the surface really allow me to awaken to my sensitivity. And because we demonize sensitivity, Mm. people don't want to feel, you know? (laughs) That's a word right there. People demonize sensitivity. Mm. And so we all try to act like 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put that wall up. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially like a lot of a lot of women will be like, "Oh, I'm a, I'm a real nigga. I'm this da 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 da." Like trying not to be like that, and then yes. men are trying to be so macho so, when yes. they're more sensitive, if you Hello. know, just as sensitive, if not more, um, than women. And it's like, you guys, what what is making you think that being sensitive is bad? Who guilted you when you felt something and now you feel like, oh, whatever, nobody else can be sensitive either. Mm -hmm. Desensitization is not coming from you guys' vibrator. Like, yes, don't get me wrong. If you put that that vibrator on level 10 every single time, you are going to develop a preference. I promise you. But some of y'all don't even put y'all vibrators on 10. Y'all can go down there and touch it the acoustic style with just your fingers and you don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. You don't feel anything. Mm-hmm. I Yes, I do prefer electric guitars, okay? I, t- t- <laughs> Ricky, Ricky, give me the toys. Um, I don't mind the toys. Um, so with the... I, I don't mind a toy at all, but I also do touch myself with my fingers Same. and it brings me to arousal. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it brings me to a place of like, okay, I want more. Yes. And so I think a lot of people feel a lot of um, pressure mm. to be able to orgasm from your fingers. Yes. I don't feel pressure to do that. First of all, I don't have the fucking time to orgasm from my fingers all the time. Like that's a smooth 45 minutes easy. Like look at my fingers, give them carpets <laughs> on them. Like they're really chubby. So I just, I don't like doing it for that right. long. Um, but I don't skip it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do like that. Um, but also even for other places that you don't have feeling, it might not might not just be um, in your genitals. It mm-hmm. could be your nipples. Yes. Like a lot of women do not have any feeling. Mine are so sensitive. It, I love that for you. I love it for yeah. too. <laughs> you know what's so crazy? I feel like you can tell when women have tapped into their sensuality because mm-hmm. they are so much more free about the nipple. Yes. Like, okay. Yes, talk. like mm-hmm. because you realize how the the bra like squishes your nipples mm-hmm. all fucking day. Like, I, like, I feel that. I love the, <laughs> I the don't, but they rubbing against this like little blue jean thing, right. so it's just like I, I kind of feel it if I scratch. Right. But you know, fun clothes. <laughs> so I, I I don't think that people realize the the depth of what desensitization is and mm-hmm. understanding that if you didn't feel anything. That started before you turned the vibrator on. Mm. Um, and how often are you feeling things otherwise? Exactly. Also, just because you orgasm does not mean that you're not desensitized. Talk about it. A lot of y'all are using the vibrator on level 10 because you're pushing past what your body is not ready for. Mm-hmm. Because you didn't give it 18 to 40 minutes, you just put that motherfucker on turbo. And then you was <laughs> like, oh, well, I can't. <laughs> I'm just not saying. Tur- like, and then you put, and then two minutes later, you have this orgasm and you're like, oh, I did it right. And like your mm-hmm. entire sexual experience is not even long enough to, to, to be considered foreplay. Exactly. Proper foreplay. That's how fast that you're moving. And people don't understand that you're a part of the problem. It's not just the toy. Mm-hmm. It's not just the toy. Um, so let's yes. see what else do we have on here oh people don't know how to sit in foreplay mm-hmm. and i say that because they don't know how to sit in pleasure mm-hmm. they don't Ooh, know how just to said a word <laughs> they don't know how to sit in pleasure or recognize it mm-hmm. or can even sustain it yes and one of the things i really love about yoga is the breath work yes that's my favorite part too it's such an <clears throat> orgasmic experience when you are forced to slow down and mm-hmm. breathe through whatever is happening. Yep. And it makes you sensitive in all areas. Mm-hmm. So pain feels like more pain, mm-hmm. but happiness feels yeah. like more it happiness. Yes. Yeah. Everything. That's the basis of Tantra, mm-hmm. you know, just really getting back to your present self and just I always tell people that way that you feel when you're like at the beach or you're on vacation and you're not thinking about anything, everything is taken care of. And you're just like, I don't have to worry about any of those things It's pushed out of your mind and you're just enjoying and you can smell the water and you can feel the air and you know that it's just a little Mm -hmm. chill or, oh, I could feel the sun. But you have the details of what you're feeling. A lot of times when you're driving to work, especially in Atlanta traffic, you're not thinking at all. You 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 be driving. You be like, wait, did I run that light? Mm-hmm. You did be I, for what? Yeah, especially in traffic. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You're you're just going through the motions, and so the breath work. It's you so know, mm-hmm. what I really love about your class is that it's an exciting way to get into something that can be seen kind of that same boring. Oh yeah, you exactly. Know? Yeah, people, <laughs> and that's the funny thing too. People they never know what to expect. They mm. like, what is this like? Sex, like like I said, they like is this sex yoga. Y'all having orgies in class? Like no, and that's what I love. Whenever they come to class, they're like, oh, this was more than what I was expecting. This is not what I was expecting. 
Um, so I really love that layer and that aspect and that perspective because sometimes you don't know what to expect and it's okay. But I love when they are open to the experience as well. And I did want to touch on something that you said in regards to like men being macho. One of the things that I noticed too in the couples, whenever they come to class, the men are usually more guarded. Mm. But throughout the experience, I noticed a shift in their demeanor in their energy because they start off more, you know, hard body built. But then after class, you can just see the glow in their eyes and their yeah. skin and their tone and their demeanor. Everything is just so much more relaxed they and need open. It. Yes, they really need it. That's something I look for even when it comes to dating. Like, I don't like men that aren't gentle with me. Ooh, hello. You know, and I think that as a woman, or at least for me, speaking for myself, I felt like I don't want to ask for too much in the past. Um, that's a whole old Samaya. Like, I don't even know who she is anymore because I absolutely be asking for the things now. Um, but I say that because if you are not able to code switch and get into your feminine or get into that gentle space, then I know that at the end of the day, the things that I want you to feel, you won't feel not because of me, but because you're blocked. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to have to work super hard. Ain't nobody trying to suck dick for an hour to work past them wall blockages. Nick, let's Ooh, do this yoga. Right. <laughs> And let some of these guards out. Like, I'm not, I'm not sucking through these guards. Like, I'm not doing it. Let's, let's do the breath work first. Like, I'm not sucking yes. through the guards that you refuse to let down because you're not doing the work to tap in with yourself. yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I'm asking you guys, what type of exercises are you doing? Um, and this is something that I charge myself up with. I do not, and a lot of people assume, but I do not like physical touch. What? I desire it. I, I, it took me a long time to even admit that I, I desire to be touched mm -hmm. and held on and cuddled and I got a whole bunch of soft spots like yes. I want somebody to Thickness. rub and pull on them and grab on them and shit but it's difficult for me my trauma mm. puts me into a place where it's difficult for me to receive touch mm. it makes me uncomfortable it makes I notice how my heart speeds up yes. um and for me, that came from, you know, molestation at yeah. an early age and just the way that my body responds to being touched intimately, yes. period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and now I purposely put myself in situations where I have to do it. You have to awaken that. Yes. Yeah. I, I don't think that it's an excuse. <clears throat> I don't mm -hmm. think you can be like, oh, well, this is why I don't do it. That's fair for a little bit. But also, right. how are you going to get back it, to where you are? It's your birthright. Mm -hmm. How are you going to get back to that? You know, so putting myself in more situations and like I went through a tantra certification class that tore me to shreds. Oh, I bet. Ooh. Tore me to shreds. It, it pulled out so much. Um, but imagine. it helped me with trying to develop a routine with touch, um, mm -hmm. incorporating it even myself and mm -hmm. even making me admit and and acknowledge, hey, I, I'm not good with touch, but I really want it. Mm -hmm. yeah, I know I might not touch you, but I'm really hoping that you touch me. No. Like, that's so vulnerable. It's I, so vulnerable. You know, I, I don't want to tell somebody that, but it's like, if I don't, how am I really going to get it? Hello. You know, and so I've been I've been dealing with that. Um, so I'm really grateful for these type of tools, tools. Mm -hmm. you know, and for people taking their careers and adding their spin of sex on it, because mm -hmm. anything that can be done can be done from a sex perspective. You can be an accountant and be like, oh, I'm gonna be accountant for Listen. a porn company. Right. Like, you can, anything <laughs> can be sex. Um, and so for me, that's really important that people take the gifts that they have, especially as a certified yoga instructor mm -hmm. and using those tools and teaching and instructing us how to incorporate them in the bedroom and in our lives to just yeah. open up our body to more sensation and more pleasure. Yes. And that's what I'm so passionate about, too, like, because it helped me in my own personal life. Like I was saying, with my anxiety and just feeling desensitized and I've dealt with sexual abuse as well. So and I think so many people have, which is crazy. And sometimes a lot of us don't even consciously remember but the body remembers absolutely, and those triggers, like you said, will come up. And that's why it's important to not only create that space for yourself, but with your partner, because you don't know what that person might have went through when they were young and you touching them a certain way could assist them. Because I know for me, sex has been healing. I've yeah. had some healing, some breakthroughs, you know, during sex. because sex magic someone, is fuck. Listen, someone <laughs> took the time to be gentle with me and yeah. to be present with me. So it's so much more than we have been, been taught. And I, I don't. I don't think that men realize or either they do and don't know how to say it. Right. Um, the type of trauma they have been through, went through as well. Like always like the media making it seem like they're supposed to show up in this sexual, overtly sexual energy all the time. And like, Oh, if I'm calling you, I expect a hard dick. And mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? That type mm -hmm. of pressure to show up and perform, perform. is, uh, I've, I interviewed um, Jackson. I think that was like, 
in one of like the earlier episodes, but he was talking about how sometimes sex is difficult to find the pleasure in it because he's trying to make sure he stroke like this and do like that mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. And it's just like men have a lot of pressure to perform. Yep. And then you talking about the sensuality aspect too. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, when are, when are they supposed to find pleasure? And then a lot of men don't want to masturbate. They're too macho to masturbate. And it's like, wow. Some t- because they they are like well either they don't like their own touch mm-hmm. or either they just feel like well I can get pussy so I don't have to or maybe true. it's a sign that you can't get pussy which mm-hmm. none of those things are true but um, I know that I've heard other men say that um, masturbating has been their time where they can just do whatever they want they don't have to worry about pleasing anybody else mm-hmm. and I think that there's a level of honesty that men can admit that it's a lot of responsibility to make sure that everybody in the room is pleased, yes. you know, because a lot of women can't do it, <clears throat> mm-hmm. which is why y'all need to be taking them damn classes, but that's Hello. neither here nor there. <laughs> hey, you guys, it's your host, Samaya. If you're enjoying the topics over here, honestly, I think you'd love the topics over on my learning platform. I have some private interviews over there with some amazing guests. I've interviewed Mr. Marcus. Yes, that's the porn star. Passion Jones, who brought on her husband and her boyfriend, and even had some girls' night conversations with Medina from Cocktails, as well as Mila from Good Moms, Bad Choices. That conversation was amazing. We did some examples of our dirty talk, and let's just say you need to check it out. Don't just take my word for it. Make sure that you click the link below and sign up today. There are over 250 workshops, classes, interviews, and so much more. All right, now back to the show. So... On a uh, recent episode that mm-hmm. I did, um, I sat down with Good Moms, Bad Choices, and there are two mothers, and we were we did an advice segment where it was talking about giving a child a vibrator. Mm-hmm. Um, the example that I used was a 13-year-old child. If your 13-year-old daughter asked you for a vibrator, what would you say or what mm-hmm. would your response be? Our response on the show was, yes, we would give it to them right. um, because, well, they're not just they're going to do it anyway, mm-hmm. but... Because if they are feeling the sexual urges, how are you going to do something about Mm -hmm. that, right, in in a real life? So I wanted to kind of go into that a little more as well, um, because I want to know, when did your parents or who, when did someone talk to you about pleasure? Never. All right. Well, that was quick and simple. (laughs) You know, and and, and that has a negative impact. Um, People don't realize. So, yeah, I had to learn for myself at different points, but... No, it was always, you shouldn't do it. You know, like I said, it's the guilt trip. It's the shame. It's all of this negativity. Don't get pregnant. But there was never like a sit down, honest um, conversation about sexuality, about my body. It was just all of that shame and all the guilt that was riddled into, I'm going to tell you, this is what it is. And you just do do as I say. Do as I say. Yeah. And that is very problematic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think for men and women, the fact is we all discover pleasure. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's not right. And I want to give more background. The reason that I gave the age of 13 was because women, a lot of them, we start menstruating at starting at the age of 10, Mm -hmm. 10, 11, 11, 12, 13 is actually a little older. Older, You know what I mean? So I'm being generous. Mm -hmm. So you're telling me that it's traumatic to go to a a child and talk about pleasure Mm -hmm. But at 10, you started giving them the sex talk and the don't get STDs. And if you're going to do it anyway, you know, just come and ask me for condoms. Or Mm -hmm. some of y'all even put your kids on birth control without their own consent because you were just like, I don't even want to deal with if you might get pregnant. Mm -hmm. Right. All of that you've done. Like, I know when my parents talked to me about sex, I was like, ew. Right. <laughs> like, I wasn't even there yet. Mm-hmm. Right. But my body was already deciding for me that it was it was going into this womanhood phase. Mm-hmm. And so when I say 13, I'm saying because that means you've probably already had the conversation mm-hmm. of sex. Don't get pregnant. Things like that. But if they were to ask for a vibrator, they're like, well, why do they know what that is? If you just introduce sex, why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they? Why are we acting like y'all were not sneaking and watching the porn videos and rewinding them back and putting them back in the drawer and your parents stuff? Why are we acting like y'all didn't know what y'all was doing? (laughs) Uh You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of girls like, oh, I was doing this at 13, but also the boys weren't Mm -hmm. because the parents are giving the boys the condoms. They're saying, oh, like how is it? Who you think they fucking with these condoms? Right. (laughs) Some of them each other, but not all the time. (laughs) It's... They're fucking your daughters mm-hmm. that you're telling don't do don't. this and not acknowledging the fact that your body is yearning for a certain reaction mm-hmm. for a certain release. So why not teach them, hey, and 
I don't believe that you're ready for sex. This is a an mm. act that's for a mature, you know, mature responsibility and things like that. But I understand what you're saying, that you have urges and desires. And this is what exploring your body can look like. Even if it's not with the toy, hey, these are, even if it's not you, it's a class, mm -hmm. boom. We teach classes where it's like, hey, this is how you move with your fingers. And even if you don't want to use the term masturbation, you could say, hey, this is a yoni massage that you can give yourself to calm yourself down mm -hmm. or taking showers and things like that. And really talking to the things that they're feeling versus acting, just acting out like of nowhere it. like they don't exist. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is, can you treat your, your child like a kid? Like y'all be grown as fuck fucking niggas. Y'all ain't got no business fucking. Mm -hmm. And you expect a child to... Just do what you say. Right. <laughs> you don't even do what you say. <laughs> and you're grown now. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, so I just wanted I just wanted to know, you know, what what your what your history was with pleasure and discovering, especially because you even mentioned like being celibate and mm -hmm. and you know, just understanding why that is um that way. So first of all, I think it's very powerful for parents to approach it from that perspective because one of the main things you're doing is giving your child autonomy over their sexuality, over their pleasure, and you're giving them the ability to understand it for themselves. And it's crazy because a lot of people really just don't understand their sexual energy. They don't have a relationship with their sexual energy beyond having sex with somebody else. Yeah. So doing that, inviting that conversation in allows room for you to allow your child to learn it about them. It gives them a sense of, you know, confidence and just power and can't know anybody just tell them exactly. this is what it is it's like no my mom and my daddy taught me this this and that about my about body. my body Not just they told me don't do right. this they have something to tie it back to exactly. that will always be there exactly yeah and so for me um not growing up in a household where it was normal to talk about sex where it was you know I grew up in a religious household and you know there tends to be a lot of shame with with sex in regards to religion and stuff like that so growing up in that type of household I at one point saw pleasure as a negative thing you know especially when it comes to sex before marriage you yeah. know in that regard so for me getting into the yoga getting into my sensuality allowed me to learn my body more and to discover the parts of me that I might have pushed to the side because I felt like, oh, that's forbidden, that's taboo yeah. because this is what I've been taught or this is what I've been told um, as a child. So it's been a, it's been a journey and I've gotten to a point where I'm able to experience orgasms you know, just from laying on my yoga mat, laying in the sun, like I okay, can so have I need to get my yoga mat and lay in the sun. Do okay. it. <laughs> right. like, like, Young why is she in the driveway? I'm minding my business. <laughs> right. So it's gotten to that point for me, and it's so liberating and yeah. it's so empowering um, to be in that space. And I'm not ashamed of my sexuality or my sensuality. Um, and especially when it comes to women, I notice like in my classes because I work with women as well. There's you know, this idea that, or oh, if a woman is tied to her, connected to her sensuality, she a hoe. Or mm. that's only, you know, pertaining to sex workers. That's only for sex workers to yeah. be sexual and, and you know, yeah. expressive in that manner. So it kind of bridges that part of us that's very real and that we all should take the time to get to know for ourselves. So it's I been feel, a journey. <laughs> I feel like I can always tell by looking at women and how they move and how they walk when they've tapped into their sensuality and their sexuality and when them nuts is is, is going it's, crazy. Listen. Okay, because like the way that they dress, the way that they're comfortable in their body. And I mean, I'm talking about women that are covered from head to toe yep. or when you like, you know what? Oh, about throwing my whole clothes today. Mm -hmm. Like we're being cute, we're being funny. But when you talk to these women and you hear their stories, um, and I was joking with you about, you, what do you say? You were Pisces? Yeah. A little old oh, lady. A <laughs> little old lady. And my oh, Mars, damn. which if you guys go back and listen to Gigi's episode on astrology and love and being a certified lover girl, um, Mars is your your how you approach sex. Mm -hmm. And I am a I am a Pisces in that aspect, which wow. is, you know, despite all these sexual or sensual activities that I encourage and teach in the podcast, mm -hmm. that is not how I work mm -hmm. centrally. Like this has been a long session of foreplay. You had mm -hmm. the Patreon, you had sexual essentials. Now you got not just another sex podcast. Like this is a long mentally stimulating mm -hmm. session of foreplay. Mm -hmm. You know what Talk I mean? Yes. So I haven't been having sex. I have not been in those environments, but I have not been going without pleasure, mm -hmm. you know? And so mm -hmm. in that sense, it's just like, 
when, when it's time, right. like it's, it's all, all the energy shall be there because I've just been sitting on it and Building playing it with it and yeah. just letting it rotate and radiate like through me mm. and using that energy for what I want to use it for. And it's so crazy because I feel like now when I dress a certain way, even when I'm covered, I feel like it's pulling an even more sensual energy out of people mm -hmm. versus when I'm naked. So like, I still feel, I used to feel like I had to dress a certain way to get when I want to be sexy. You know what I'm saying? Not and that's not necessarily true. Like as a woman, yeah, we want to be sexy. Yes, we want y'all to call us fine as fuck in a non-creepy way. Right. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's I, not required. Technically, I don't like to always be half naked. Mm -hmm. I'm thick. I'm, I'm already thick. I really like fucking with people's minds and putting on some fucking pants. Right. And I'm like, oh, you thought you was going to see the ass. <laughs> You're going to see it anyway because it's there. You know? Right. Like, it, that's just how mime works. It's mm -hmm. always playing mental foreplay games. Yeah. And so I, I love the fact that I've gotten comfortable in expressing my sensuality and how I dress in the way that I do that it. Works but I can. I always recognize when another woman has it and mm -hmm. she's found her way. She's like, like you either meet them and they don't wear no clothes at all. Mm -hmm. You can't beat them into no clothes. <laughs> and I love that too. Cause they're like, Oh no, I just love having my body out. Let's yeah. do this. Like I love that for women because we've always been told what we can and can't do Ugh. with our body and how mm -hmm. to do it. And it's just, it's, it's a lot to handle. It is. Um, so I do want to get into our advice for the day. Um, as I said, this episode was made custom for you. All the foreplay that we could, <laughs> yes. could get gave you 18 to 40 minutes of good foreplay. Okay. Hey, you guys, it's your host, Samaya. And for those of you who didn't know, I'm also the CEO and founder of Sexual Essentials. One of my favorite parts about building that brand was creating a learning platform that has over 250 workshops, interviews, and so much more. Some of my favorite components are the sex position demos. Yes, you heard that right demos they're featuring some people that you may already know good mom's bad choices has demonstrated some positions for us as well as dara you remember her from our first episode those are some of my faves as well as the lingam and yoni massages these are great additions to add to your oral loving for your partner Yes, I said oral loving. I'm trying to keep it clean, guys. Anyways, they are great additions and a great way to spice things up. Outside of our masterclasses, add one of these on to your normal routine and really wow your partner. Click the link below or in any of the links in our bio and sign up for our courses today. All right, now back to the show. Our advice today is um, we have segmented through a lot of the questions that you guys have been asking um, are pretty much revolving around sex whenever I've been getting advice. And so now we've turned the advice segment where I'm going to teach on a topic um, in a short way and help you guys to apply it to your life. So with the episode that we're talking about today, we're talking about movement. Um, yes, you may not always be able to go to a 90 minute yoga class. You may not always have the funds for that, or you may not want to do a 90 minute yoga class before sex every single time. But here is the cheat code ladies hip and yoni activation movements okay um on my patreon as you guys know i am also the owner of sexual essentials which has 250 plus classes videos workshops and so much more and in there we have at least four different workshops on hip and yoni activation movements pick any of those videos and do them before sex okay mm -hmm. When you do those movements, it's helping to push that blood flow to your genitals, which is really creating a stronger arousal. And so it's like doing a mini yoga class yes. and you're just doing it just for your genitals. OK, you won't always be able to hit one of Iman's classes, but I'm highly encouraging you to do that. So that way you can get an idea of what relaxing your entire body feels like. But also you taking control of your own sex life and asking, when is the last time I invested in my sex life? Right. And the Patreon is $15, you guys. It has hands-on demonstrations. It has 250 plus classes, workshops, things you can learn. Like, yes, some of it is about communication and the hard stuff, but some of it is shit like this where you're learning mm -hmm. hip and yoni activation movements to do before sex. I'm telling you as a person who had to record the classes for you, you gonna be gushy after you do the stuff. Yeah. Like a lot of you guys always say like, oh my gosh, I was working out and I had this, this feeling and I had mm -hmm. creamed when I came home. What was that? You have orgasm orgasms from exercise and from movement yeah. if you allow yourself to do it like let those things leave your body you know what I'm saying mm -hmm. you're releasing a lot um, of stress and tension and everything else so please make sure that you check out the hip and yoni activation movements the link will be below um, there are four different versions I believe on patreon um, and they are really amazing 
before sex. And if you're really trying to spice it up, pop a yoni egg in there while you do those movements. Ooh, I haven't used a yoni egg in so long. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. It's Ooh. been a long time. Okay, when I come to your class, I got to do the yoni yeah, egg. And first of all, I need a partner. <laughs> all right. You take volunteers? I'm going to pair up with you. Listen, come on. I got Rub you. me, Iman. <laughs> she the best rubber in the class. <laughs> <laughs> She's a rubber. <laughs> um, but that's the advice for the day. Um, everything that you take on the show, make sure you take take it with a grain of salt and you can adjust you know I know that her class is 90 minutes sometimes you can take some of the things that you're learning from her class and just do 20 minutes or mm -hmm. just focus on the parts that really were um, hitting for you or the parts that are your favorites like you're a grown up you can do whatever you want so I really want to encourage you guys to just be more scientific with your sex life which means trying more things testing things out yes. and you know explore. absolutely exploring <laughs> um, and we're going to wrap up with the spiritual tip of the day uh, the spiritual tip of the day is where we take the energy talks, the spiritual witchy tarot, you know, crystals, mm -hmm. all of that stuff. And we just take it down to a bite-sized piece and explain one thing um, in a segment so that way people um, can feel like we're addressing the little things versus like avoiding the spiritual conversations altogether mm -hmm. simply because we don't know what's being talked about, mm -hmm. right? Um, because we are talking about you being another certified lover girl yes. um, and getting into sensuality and touch, I thought that we should talk about the planet Venus. Um, so this um, segment actually came from this book, which I, I know, hiding behind all that ass. <laughs> um, Astrology for Real Relationships. I really love this book. It's a great um, beginner book for um, astrology, and it's by Jessica Lonardu. Um I follow her on the socials, and I really like her work. Um, but I thought we would talk about Venus today because they call Venus the planet of love. Mm -hmm. um, and so Venus drives us to date people who represent the way we want to be perceived. This planet governs aesthetics, class, social status, and our sense of belonging in the world. This planet has the power to help us either show up with our whole selves or skim the most superficial of surfaces. How to work with this planet. Ultimately, Venus governs the part of us that wants to be desirable. And that's a huge part of what dating is. Mm -hmm. The potential for being seen as charming, hot, and valuable. Align with what you value and commit to being authentic is the best way mm -hmm. to really getting that. Mm -hmm. um, and I really, um, when I when we study compatibility and signs and stuff like that, you're like, oh, am I compatible with people? And a lot of you guys look at your sun signs mm -hmm. to see if you're compatible. Um, but it's way more than that. Yeah. You're looking at your Venus and your Mars specifically when you're talking about your, the sex and the chemistry between you and other people. Um, and so I just want to let our spiritual tip of the day is just explaining what the planet Venus rules. Um, and Venus, if you're a Taurus, Venus is the ruler of Taurus. So um, just understanding some of those little details. So when you um, look at your chart and you see Venus, whatever your sign is, that is the way that you show up in you know, in mm -hmm. like your love language or things like that. Um, and so I know that for me, I definitely get into aesthetics. I, I'm a person, if you like, oh, we're going here, I'm going to dress the thing. Right. Yeah, oh, I things. am. <laughs> I, I am into the things. But I realize it's because sexually I'm into being like different people. I like to role play. Oh, you play. like to role play? I am. You like that? I like that. I got to try it. I like to commit. Okay. Like, I don't like the, oh, I dropped this. Like, I don't. Oh my gosh! Did did you order a pizza? <laughs> like I don't want to do that. That's not I the kind weak. I want to do. Right. I like That's to. I feel like. like I have different versions of me. I have like the bossy me. I have like you give me dom. Heavy, like yeah. yeah, like I'm just saying, you give me dom, like you would be really that's good a, at that. That's a that's a different thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> um, I feel like I have different, you know, different personalities, mm -hmm. and I I like to express them through my clothes and through sex and through foreplay, mm -hmm. like the way that I like to have foreplay with, um, foreplay with a partner or whatever. Mm -hmm. I I definitely express that through different personalities and and aesthetics for I sure. Like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm an Aries, um, in Venus, so it's childlike. So Ven my Venus in Aries means that like. The way that I am, we, we know the definition of Venus now. Mm -hmm. And then we know Aries, which is the first sign of the Zodiac, the youngest of the Zodiac. Yep. And I'm just, on the cusp, too. <laughs> that Pisces, Pisces Aries and Aries, Aries energy, yes. Um, I'm a full-blown Aries. I'm right there in the middle, mm -hmm. um, uh, the 14th of April. So it's like, it's very childlike. It's very fiery. So mm -hmm. when it comes to like the aesthetic of love and Venus, I'm very childlike and fun and playful. And I, mm -hmm. 
I get bored easily. Like I just I have to switch it up. I need space for all 27 of my personalities. <laughs> Hello. That's all I'm saying. So um, but uh, is there anything else that you want to leave us with today? Like um, that you want to talk on or touch on? I just want to tell the people like do something different, you know. Don't be afraid to come to a yoga yoga class where it's more sensual, whether it's by yourself or with your partner. Um, and then there was another thing I did want to say as well, especially when it comes to women, mm -hmm. um, touching on what you said, like sensuality, it's an energy, like it's okay if you're not a size two, three, four, or if you ain't got the big hips or ass, like none of that matters whenever you're tap tapping into your sensuality It's really about the relationship with your body and the energy and the way that it shows up. And just like she was saying, like, it doesn't matter if you fully clothed or half naked, um, it's really just about how you feel within yourself. So don't be afraid to come to my classes, check out her Patreon and all that information just to empower yourself because it's so important and it'll add to your relationships as well. I'm so excited. See, Iman is also going to be teaching a class at the Something Extraordinary Content <laughs> House. And I'm super excited. We've been going back and forth trying to figure out the best you know, situation right. to make it. Like, we don't want to have the full century yoga class. I want you guys to still check out hers. Uh, but being able to add a level of sensuality and, like, relatableness um, to a beginner's course here at the Content House. So make sure that you check us out on Instagram at SE Content House. Mm -hmm. So that way um, you can see when she's coming as well as yes. she will be hosting some classes here of her own as well. Yes. Um, I'm super excited just to see where this goes because mm -hmm. like I know you do the private sessions as well. Yes, I do. Mm -hmm. Yes. Tell, and tell us more about that. Like what happened? What's the difference between the private and the. So the private sessions is pretty much the same class, but it's just in a more like personalized setting and mm -hmm. intimate setting. So there are a lot of couples who may not be comfortable with being in a public class yeah. um, around other couples, you know, doing those exercises, even though they're PG 13, yeah. at least for the couples yoga, but the other right. one is a little more, but so it's just uh, offers that, um, space for couples who want just to be with their partner and they want that level of focus. Um, and I also do virtual classes as well. Okay. And then I also, for the private sessions, like I have a little setup where I offer wine and fruit and have rose petals and on you the set floor. The mood. I set the mood. The so, vibes. Yeah, I add a little bit more of the, you know, get the environment yeah. going just to get them more in, into the mood. And I had a couple from um, Florida that actually traveled up here to do a private session with me, which was so nice. amazing. And she was just saying how it helped her connect with her husband in a deeper way. Yeah. So it just offers that more one on one personalized, you know, type of setting for the private sessions. Okay. Yes. Well, tell us where we can find you, how we can sign up for the classes if you have. An upcoming class. Um, I'm not sure when this will be aired, but tell us okay. how we can find your upcoming classes. Um, and then whenever this comes out, whatever class is upcoming next, we'll make sure that we drop it below for you. But okay. give them your information so they know okay. how to find you okay. or whatever they need to know about contacting okay. you, asking questions or whatever. Anything. It's your time okay. to shine. Okay, cool. <laughs> so you can find me at I Be Divine Yoga. That's I B D I V I N E Y O G A. And that is all of my social media handles, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And my website is ibdivineyoga.com. And under my events section on my website is where you'll find my upcoming schedule. And I do go on tours. So I may come to your city um, at, some, at some point during 2023. But under my schedule section on my website is where you can find that and any, anywhere on my social media sites as well. See, I think that we need to talk about having some type of divine yoga set central yoga session at the art exhibit yes. i think that would be okay. really good let me know or play for the crowd to like just mm, watch that would be so beautiful I, I think so so i think that that's something that we definitely need to talk about I just, yes. i've been meeting so many different people and i'm so excited because you guys' gifts are like different levels of sensuality mm -hmm. and sexuality and so it's like i definitely want to add more layers of foreplay to the art exhibit this year so mm -hmm. it's like I definitely am, am excited to see where That'll these conversations nice. go. Yes. So thank you so much thank for you. doing the work that you're doing, for coming on the show, um, and just for really stepping out and doing something different. I know how scary it can be and the criticism that we come up against when we take regular things and we quote unquote sexualize them. Mm. Um, but I feel like the world sexualizes us anyway. Anyway, yeah. So we might as well um take it back. So I just I appreciate you and I just I love the fact that you're doing the work that you're doing. Please don't stop. Uh, please make sure that you guys tap in with her and thank you so much for coming yes. on the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Absolutely. You guys thank you for tuning in. Make sure that you check out um the links below for the Patreon you follow our guest and don't forget 
we are shooting at the Something Extraordinary Content House. This is actually the Tulum set. This is an amazing set because so many black and brown people and creatives, of course, are shooting these retreats and they're doing all different type of thing, travel and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I just, I really wanted to create a space so you guys can create that type of relaxing content without having to go all the way to Mexico or go all the way to Tulum. And so right here in Atlanta, 15 minutes from the airport, you are able to check out a Tulum themed set, which is actually um, this set that we're sitting on the kitchen. And it also has a meditation and Zen room here. So if you want to book our sets for your podcast or production or creative needs, make sure that you check us out on Instagram at SE content house. And we will check you out. We will help you produce your content and we will see you guys next time. All right. Bye. <laughs> Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. Thank you for keeping an open mind and joining me in creating a safe place for others to share their truth. Make sure that you're following Not Just Another Sex Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you don't miss our weekly episodes. But also, if you want to keep the conversation going, make sure that you follow us on Instagram, Not Just Another Sex Pod, as well as sexual.essentials. Don't forget to sign up to my Patreon. The link is in the description of this episode. Not only do you get access to my personal life through my close friends and things like that, but I also have almost 300 classes, workshops, private group chats, hands-on demonstrations, interviews, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want more from me, then that's absolutely where you need to be. If you would like to support this podcast, make sure that you rate and review and make sure that you share this episode with your family and friends. I'll see you next week.